We've all heard cash is king. In retirement, it's cash flow that leads the charge. Today, we'll dig into cash flow in retirement and offer some suggestions that could help you maintain your current lifestyle. And now, Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Wealth Health Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, and Joe Murphy is here. Joe, of course, an investment advisor representative. He is an independent fiduciary. You'll find him at Murphy Wealth Management. You can find the website at, Murphy, at mwmfinancial.tax, mwmfinancial.tax. And uh, you've been helping folks for more than 20 years. Lots going on. And uh, so, Joe, hi. How are you, by the way? I'm doing good, Steve. Busy, busy, busy in, a, uh, I guess we would call it opposite world. It just no, nothing <laughs> ceases to amaze me in this world anymore. And, you know, as an investment advisor, the indicators are all out of whack. So everything seems to take on a little bit of crazy these days. Well, I mean, the market, no exception. Um, you know, I was looking, you know, earlier in the week. I mean, it's first of all, it's up 300 points, then it's down 300 points. What the heck? You know, it, it's one of those things that we have been watching, and it's almost been like Lake Placid. We've seen, you know, the volatility index is, is down on the floor, and everything seems to be, you know, the, the market just seems to be shrugging off everything. Well, today we had a, a definite pullback, and you know what we always say on this show, Steve? Everything happens slowly, and then it all happens at once. Right. And we're seeing some contagion risks starting to spread. Um, you know, and good luck to the Fed. You know, the Fed's going to be talking this week. And, you know, I saw on Twitter that, uh, you know, lawmakers are now urging the Fed to pause rates. So not, nothing like political pressure on top of the pressure that the Fed has right now. Right. But what position does that put the Fed in? You know, do they cave to the political pressure? I, I agree with the lawmakers, by the way. I think they should pause rates here and kind of let these lag effects from the, the previous rate hikes take effect um, before they, they consider, you know, more and more rate hikes, because obviously more things are going to break. Um, but do they do the opposite so they don't show they're caving into political pressure? Who knows at this point, Steve? It's like almost like watching a movie. You know, what happens next is anyone's guess. But, you know, we're definitely in a, in a conservative stance right now in a protection mode. And, and my theory is I would rather give up a little bit of upside for our near-term retirees, Steve, than have the bottom fall out, fall out on this thing and cause people to retire later or maybe not even retire at all if, you know, if they're in that savings bracket that, you know, they're really going to need to depend on a lot of those assets for income and retirement. This is a really scary time. So you definitely want to be with an advisor that understands what's happening in this market. And Steve, this market is addicted to drugs. <laughs> and by that, I mean the Fed, you know, the Fed, you know, the Fed intervention has been the drug that has fueled this market for the past 14 years. Um, and we saw very briefly when the Fed switched and did quantitative tightening and started pulling the liquidity out of the market, the reaction that we saw was not good. Um, but how long can the Fed keep pumping trillions of dollars into this market to keep this thing afloat? Again, I think the next 10 years are going to be very different than, than the previous 10 years. I don't think we're going to have the kind of returns that we had. And that really makes income planning very, very critical. Steve, do you remember back in 2007, you lived through the, oh, the yes, subprime crisis? Yes, and, and, you know, 
do you remember the very first domino to fall was Bear Stearns back in 2007? Yep. And and the Fed immediately came out and said, everything is fine. You know, don't look over here. Everything is fine. The next four and a half months, the S&P proceeded to gain 14.5%. During that time period, Steve, there was a general euphoria. You know, the FOMO, you had retail investors jumping right back in the market. The narrative on the media was bull, bull, bull. Bull. And during that whole time, institutions were unloading their risk assets on the general public. So guess who was left holding the bag when the market went down 46%? We were, the general public, investors. And that's what we're really watching out. Um, last Friday, Steve, you know I'm a chart guy. Yep. Um, last Friday, we saw the fourth largest call volume on record. So call options are bullish. They're speculative. You're betting that the market's going to go up. This was the fourth largest call volume in, in history. So retail wow. investors not only buying the dip, Steve, but speculative is all get out here. That makes me even more cautious because I always say when everyone's on one side of the boat, Steve, probably a pretty safe bet to bet the other side. And if you lift the hood on this market, you have five stocks, the mega cap tech stocks that are up 31% year to date. And the other 495 that make up the S&P 500 are only up 3%. So this is a huge divergence. And we're waiting to see, is the rest of the broad market going to catch up here with these big five runners? Or is this the beginning of something crazy? And that's, you know, we're in the new wild west here. I think the AI craze has created a little bit of, of euphoria in the market. No one wants to miss out on, you know, no one wants to miss the boat. Like, uh, you know, with AOL and the internet, you know, you remember that craziness when the internet first started oh, gosh, coming out? Oh, yeah, sure. Any, anything you bought that was internet related went sky high. And I think AI is the next wild frontier. So I think that's really what's driving these big tech stocks. And, you know, AI in general is, is scary to me. It's, it's, I've used it and it's, you can't tell. You really can't tell. Oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing the writing. You can't tell between human and computer. And well, I just saw that IBM just announced yesterday, Steve, and this is a 112-year-old company. They just stated they're going to pause hiring for jobs that can be done by AI. 30% of their customer service jobs are going to be replaced by AI. Wow. What direction does that tell you? I mean, that's scary to me because what else is going to be, what other jobs can be replaced? You know, how lots is AI going to be? Yeah, lots of them. How is AI going to be in, integrated in this? Well, radio you know, disc jockeys are uh, out. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a brand new world, guys. And, you know, you got to follow the trend, but you also have to proceed with caution right now. And, you know, just to, just to deviate from that a little bit, talking about the bank stuff. I know yeah. that, you know, we've been told that everything's fine. Janet Yellen saying the banking system's fine. Don't worry. But if I'm looking at the chart KRE, which tracks the regional bank stocks, it's down 34% year to date. Um, not good. And you have oh. good old chart. Yeah, you have good old Charlie Munger, Steve. Um, what is he 99 years old? He's right. a Warren, Warren Buffett sidekick. And, uh, you know, obviously from Berkshire Hathaway, the vice chair. He stated that U.S. banks are full of bad commercial property loans. And here's the scary thing about the banks right now. Small and mid-sized banks with less than $250 billion hold more than 80% of the commercial loans out there. Oh, my gosh. So the, yes. And the total exposure, Steve, is $2.5 trillion. And what Munger was saying, he said, look, in good times, you're going to get bad habits. And when bad times come, 
you lose very much. And that's what we're watching right now. And a lot of this real estate isn't good right now. Big cities like New York, Chicago, they have an overabundance of office space and people working from home, people leaving some of the cities, these office spaces are just not generating the rental income or the leasing income that they used to. So you have a lot of owners out there that aren't able to make these payments. Domino effect, Stephen, that's what we're really paying attention. So, you know, to wrap up the market insight, and I know I want to a little bit overboard okay. on this today, but there's a lot going on. Is I, I think the days of passive investing are are are, are over. I think it's a stock picker's market. Um, I really believe that. I think you can get caught up in a passive investment investment strategy. Um, and just like we're seeing right now with the divergence between five main stocks ripping and the rest of the broad, uh, broad-based market sucking wind, I think mutual funds and the passive investment strategies are not the way to go these next 10 years. So a little bit of insight for our radio listeners. If you guys have questions on this, feel free to give us a call. Um, you know, We just want to put some stuff out there to, to help people think so you don't get caught not understanding what may happen next. Well, and you, as always, are being proactive in, in taking care of your clients, and, and obviously that's the major concern. And that's what you're doing. You said that you're, you're looking at things differently as those, to those who are closest to retirement. Yeah, and that's that's a great point, Steve, because look, you know, there's never been a more critical juncture for those retirees that are in that retirement red zone. I mean, if this market takes a tank, it could totally flip that retirement up on its head. And I think, you know, a lot of advisors lack in retirement income planning. You know, I think 35% of people that have a financial advisor do not have a written income plan. That's got to change. And your investment strategy has to change. You have to mitigate or minimize some of these risks like market risk, timing risk, sequence risk, interest rate risk. These are all very real in our face because again, I don't believe the next 10 mark, ten years of the market are going to be like the previous 14. The time to plan is now. And this is a time to get an income plan ready to go. So you have confidence going into retirement saying, I have an absolute that I can depend on. Like social security, something that you can't outlive, an absolute that regardless of market performance, you still have that income and that lifestyle guaranteed. If it's me, Steve, retiring, I want my income as an absolute. Oh, I couldn't agree more. 800-930-5905. Folks, uh, there are some spots available on the calendar. In fact, uh, Joe, let's go ahead and invite folks to call and get those spots filled up. Absolutely. And you guys have been lighting up the phones here at Wealth Health Radio. And please keep it coming. I love the questions. We have such intelligent listeners. Some of these questions that I'm getting, Steve, are just absolutely awesome. So please keep those coming. Next 10 callers, we're going to do a special offer this week, um, Retirement Portfolio Review. 15-minute phone call with me, next 10 callers. This is complimentary. Um, we will take care of you. Make sure you are headed in the right direction and safeguarded against some of these risks that are in our face right now. Steve, give our listeners that magic number to call for this valuable analysis. 800-930-5905. That is the number to call, folks. It's an opportunity to get that financial roadmap put together, just what Joe's been talking about. And uh, again, it's a, a chance for you to get a true practical financial review. And if you've got a plan in place, 
place already and you haven't reviewed it recently, Joe's your guy. Make that call, 800-930-5905. Ten callers right now gets the comprehensive financial review. Again, you'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help guide you to help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905. When we come back, cash is king, and we're going to talk about cash flow and income right after this. back on Wealth Health Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall and Joe Murphy is here, of course. Joe, a fiduciary independent. Murphy Wealth Management, you've got the whole uh, the whole package going on at Murphy Wealth Management and uh, because you've got tax people, well, your wife, um, but she's an enrolled tax agent. You've got a, a state planning attorney on staff. You've got people that you can refer to Medicare. I mean, you've got it all. Steve, the, like I said, this is not, not our first rodeo here, and we have a lot of good connections out there. But look, you know, when you do this, when you retire three or four times a day, you tend to learn a few things, or I hope that, you know, most advisors would, and you develop relationships and connections. And, and through experience, we learn what to do and what not to do. But a lot of the hazards that we face are the same hazards that people have been facing generation after generation when they're looking at retirement. So we want to make sure that we have focused on those risks and minimize them as much as possible without sacrificing the plan or potential upside. The last thing that you want to do is get super conservative and then go into a shell, be terrified to spend money and not get that enjoyment over all those years that you work. This is your freedom line. This is where you get to start and do the things that you really want to do. You need to have the cash flow to do it. And this is an opportunity really to focus, as I was talking about in that last segment, Steve, income planning. I think it is the most overlooked a lot of these advisors, Steve, they are very good about accumulating assets. You know, they have their risk tolerance. They bring their clients in. They're popping them in the market. Growth, growth, growth. But when it comes to distributing those assets, a lot of them focus on very simple distribution that I think has a lot of vulnerabilities. Systematic withdrawal plan, aka we've all heard the 4% rule, is very common. And to me, it's basically reverse dollar cost averaging. Um, you're taking some very big risks by using a systematic withdrawal plan. Number one, market risk. So if you're just you know fresh-eyed, ready to rock and roll, you've taken your first distribution from your retirement plan, you took your 4%, which off a million bucks, guys, that's only 40 grand, but you got your 40 grand out. Now the market goes down the next year, 45%. How is the outlook of your retirement gonna be? Steve, do you think you'd have a queasy feeling in your stomach oh. if you lost half your assets on your systematic withdrawal plan? <laughs> yes, I think I and, would. <laughs> and and I don't mean to make light of it because it's very real and it's happened in the past and it's scary. And the main thing as retirement planners, what we want to focus on and the prime goal is to make sure that our clients do not run out of money before they run out of life. A systematic withdrawal plan has vulnerabilities. So if you're sitting with your advisor and they've given you a, a percentage that you've taken out and they've justified it with what's called a Monte Carlo uh, simulation mm -hmm. that shows the percentage of success, that's all based on the advisor's inputs. The variation between Monte Carlo simulations is quite vast. I know I was reading a study a couple weeks ago, Steve, on Monte Carlo simulations because we use them too for our retirement planning. 
we want to get an outlook and it's impossible for us to just say this is exactly what's going to happen in the market and this is what's going to happen to your money but the monte carlo simulation we do the inputs and the variation between the monte carlo simulation inputs in this study was about 28 percent it ran from like 62 percent all the way up to 90. so you know 90 you're looking really good but 62 and the same inputs from monte carlo to monte carlo it's it's a computer simulation. It's not a guarantee. And I think a lot of people have a false sense of confidence with their Monte Carlo success rate of you know 90%, but it takes one thing out of the picture or one thing into the picture, excuse me, market risk. Market risk can derail everything. And it doesn't matter how well this thing says that you're going to succeed. I don't care if it says 99%. If commercial lending hits and you know this thing goes backwards, you could be in a lot of trouble because your time horizon has been shorted. You're not working anymore. You're not popping money into this thing. You're taking money out. And that's called sequence risk, another big threat. So a lot of these common strategies like the bucket strategy, systematic withdrawal, they have flaws. You want to make sure that you're using an absolute. And when it comes to income planning, Steve, we usually see a couple different types of people walk through these doors. Um, number one, we have people that maybe didn't save as much. You know, they're going to be relying on social security. We know it's going to be there. They might have some ancillary savings for an emergency. And then on the other side of the spectrum, Steve, what we have is we have like super high net worth. It doesn't matter what type of income plan you put together. They have so much in assets, great position to be in, by the way. Um, they have so much in assets that any income plan is going to work. It doesn't matter. But then for the rest of the retirees, which makes up probably 80% of the people that walk through these doors, Steve, they are going to be reliant on those retirement savings to maintain their lifestyle for 20, 30 years. This is exactly where our focus is. Those people that are dependent on those savings, those are the people that need an income plan because we are able to show our clients how to get more, how to get that percentage guaranteed for the rest of their life, and in some cases, the rest of their spouse's life. So we have that monthly income covered 100% away from market risk, timing risk, longevity risk, all those are out the window with a plan from Murphy Wealth Management. Income planning, guys, this is the time to pay attention. And if you are in that retirement red zone and you don't have a written income plan, this is your time to call. 800-930-5905. That's the number to call. Sit down with Joe and, and, and really talk it through. That's really what it's all about. You talk about cash flow, and that really is king. I mean, cash is king. I get it. But cash flow in retirement is really what it's all about. And, and again, you just described ways that we can create that income that doesn't ever stop. And that's what we want. That's what we want, Steve. You got to have income sources that you can't outlive, that aren't affected by common risks, that you know that are going to come in time in, time out, regardless of the outside noise. That is how you build a successful retirement plan is making sure that income source is guaranteed. That's what we do very well at this firm. So when we talk about investment strategies, what are we talking about? Well, your investment strategy, your allocation, you know, how much risk are you taking? And that's a, you know, what we see, Steve, when we review portfolios from our radio listeners or referrals or clients that come in, when I sit down with a new person, I would probably say age 65 plus, we're seeing about, I would say three quarters of the people that are come in here are in portfolios that are way too aggressive for a near-term retirement. 
um, because that risk, if this market goes south, is humongous. And what we've seen is people got comfortable taking risk. You know, 14-year mar- uh, bull market will do that to people. You know, it was almost like throw a dart at the board and make money. It was incredible. But now things have changed and your strategy has to change. You can't have the same type of investments that you had during that tech run. You have to change. And what we're seeing is we still see the same type of growth mutual funds. We still see international. We're still seeing value out there. And if this thing goes south, your retirement outlook could look very different. And it's something completely out of your control that maybe you didn't have time to pay attention to. You didn't really look at it. It's always been that way. So you didn't take the time to look. And that's normal. And that's why people come to us because they say, look, I don't have time to study charts. I don't have time to look at the market or look at the economy or look at the world events. That's what we do here. So we will shape that retirement and that risk tolerance and that investment portfolio to match that time horizon of need of income or as an ancillary benefit. What we want to do is build that investment side because we have the income side covered so I can get a little bit more aggressive. I can do those single stock picks. And again, we're going into a stock picker's market. This is how you want to have it set up. Well, again, with that plan and and the plan in place, I think one of the things that becomes real true, and especially right now, is we have to be flexible. And and that's where you come in because you help us understand what has to flex and how much. Yeah, flexibility is, is key. You can't be rigid, especially with all the changes. I mean, every day, Steve, it seems the world changes. Every it does. day. I think so. Every day. And, and our lives are so much faster paced. Everything is in our face and it's now, now, now. And you're forced to make instant decisions. And sometimes you can make mistakes, but being flexible and being open to non-conventional ways to get things done. Maybe it's thinking outside the box a little bit, Steve, but as long as we verified it through the IRS and we're willing to stand behind it, our clients are very comfortable using our strategies because they know we will back them up. And if the IRS at any time says, hey, red flag here, explain yourself, we got our clients back. But we wanna make sure that our clients understand flexibility and sometimes the old way is not the right way. (laughs) Well, I think right now, uh, all the rules are out the window and, and you're crafting new ones as we go. Yeah, I think that's a, a very good point, Steve. And it's it's a totally different ballgame, guys. And, you know, we're just at the it's, it's the calm before the storm. It almost feels like it. it almost feels like we're in the eye of the storm. And this isn't doomsday or cynicism or anything like that. What it is, is paying attention to what's going on. And as I was talking about in that first segment, there's some things that, you know, make you go, hmm. You know, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. I can't do it. Like, I can't do it like that song, but you guys, you guys hopefully get the picture. We get it. Um, it's just, it's a very different environment. And, and, you know, the Fed is the drug and the Fed is going to dictate what happens next. That kind of is alarming to me because they've gotten it wrong to date. You know, they were too, too long, too low rates. We let inflation get out of control and then they raised rates the fastest in history. And they're not waiting for what's called the lag effects. When you raise rates, things break. Look, the, the more expensive money is, the less things are going to start happening, but it does take time to catch up. But the consistent rate hike, rate hike, rate hike, we're going to start seeing more and more things break. And I'm not sure, you know, with the debt ceiling being reached and, you know, the government running out of money on June 1st, you know, there's a lot of scary things going on. How much more is this Fed going to be able to pump in and keep this thing afloat? That's why we're getting our clients into a protected, conservative situation. And we can always flip. You know, if we're wrong, we can always flip, but I would rather err on the side of caution when we have all these things going on. 
Well, folks, if that's something that appeals to you and you want to find out, well, give us a call, 800-930-5905. Joe, let's remind everybody how to get in touch and uh, and what we're going to do today. Absolutely, guys. So next 10 callers call into the show. You are going to get a free portfolio review and a consultation with me. Um, just call that magic number. Steve is going to give you next 10 callers complimentary. Here we go, Steve. Give him that number for this valuable analysis. You got it, Joe. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. It's a practical financial review. And if you're worried, if you're concerned, if you think, well, is my plan really ready? Joe can help you. Joe can tell you. And if it is, he'll tell you. If it's not, maybe there's things you can do to make it better. It starts with that call, 800-930-5905. Make it today while you're thinking about it, 800-930-5905. That's 800-930-5905. Retirement can be a fulfilling and enjoyable phase of life, but it's important to be mindful of how you manage your money to make it last throughout your retirement years. When we come back, we're gonna highlight some of the ways retirees may inadvertently waste their money. We're back on Wealth Health Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe Murphy is here having a great conversation as always. Boy, talking about just the market, talking about, you know, generating income and, and cash flow, all of that. And now we're, this is sort of the just inadvertently waste money. Is that something that, I mean, do people, <laughs> I, I would see, I guess, you know, first on the list here for me is overspending. And I can see it, especially if you just retired and you're happy and the coffers are full and you want to go out and spend, spend, spend right? That, that can be a problem. Yep. And some people are spenders. You know, it's just it's just how they've been. And it's hard to make that transition when you're going on to a fixed income in retirement. If you're in that situation where you're dependent on those retirement assets, odds are you're on a fixed income in retirement and your spending has to shift to fit in that budget or you could find yourself into a lot of trouble. So making sure that we have budgeting down, spending under control. And, and what we see, Steve, there's a couple common things that retirees spend money, at least in my opinion, what we've seen. Um, number one is probably going to be housing. And, and a lot of this, like I said, it's personal preference. Maybe, you know, the house is obviously sentimental. Your family grew up there. You know, you, you have a lot of ties to it and you don't want to get rid of it. But sure. the house is a huge expense. And if it's just, you know, you and the missus or you and the mister, the opportunity to downsize and, you know, all the maintenance, all the expense and maybe go into a condo so you can travel. That is one of the things that we see. There's a lot of spending on the housing. A lot of people took advantage, refied, or maybe did a cash out during COVID with lower interest rates. So they're still tied up with a lot of debt in that house. Um, so they might be holding on to that. And unfortunately, they're going to take those big expenses with them through retirement. So we have to budget that in. Um, one of the biggies that we see is not shopping for insurance. Oh. Um, li yes, life insurance, health insurance, Medicare supplements. There is an easy way to overpay. Remember, a lot of this stuff is commission-based. And when you have commissions involved, you always have to ask yourself, are they doing it for me? Or are they doing it for themselves? Exactly. I'll, I'll give you the odds on that one, Steve. Yeah. But you have, <laughs> you have to shop around. Do not go with the very first person that you talk to um, because they might just be inflating or selling you the most expensive so they can generate the commission. That's not everyone, guys. Not every commission-based person is like that, but they are out there. So you have to be wary. And we just want to make sure our retirees are being cognizant of what they're spending on insurances. 
Um, healthcare, another one, we just covered that. Um, unnecessary subscriptions. I am guilty to this. Maybe I want to watch a show on streaming and, and I subscribe to it and then I forget about it. Oh, yeah. Next thing you know, I'm paying $29 a month. I'm like, what is this for? Have to eliminate it. Unfortunately, some people don't pay attention to their cash flow. They don't look at their budget. They don't look at what they're spending. So maybe they don't catch it for six months to a year. Um, so understanding where that money is going out to is critical and making adjustments to if you're not using something, uh, don't don't spend money on it. You right. know? And that's that's one of the main rules. But again, all this is, Steve, most people understand this. It's just helping people, you know, organizing people so they can look out for these these marks and say, hey, you know what? I don't want to do this. This money could be used in a much better way. Maybe pay down some debt, you know, maybe take the, the Mr. out to dinner or the Mrs. out to dinner, a much better use of that money than a subscription that you're no longer using. So again, the overspending is there, but we definitely address this with our retirees. And I just wanted to review a couple common things that we normally see. Right. Well, let's talk about uh, frauds and scams. And, and it seems like this is, they're just on the rise. And I think, uh, you know, I'm not going to blame, uh, you know, AI, but I think AI is doing a lot of the, uh, the behind the scenes stuff. So did you see, Steve, that Joe Rogan podcast that someone did an AI overview? It was very difficult to tell the difference. Yeah, I know. So like you were saying, radio shows might be out of business. Yes. Um, it, it was amazing. And yes, you know, so of course, you know, the technology can be used for good, but it can also be used for bad. So you have to be very wary out there because unfortunately our seniors are very susceptible to fraud. Um, I think age 60 and over reported losing like close to a billion dollars wow. um, in fraud. And that was back in 2020 during COVID when a lot of people were at home and I haven't seen recent numbers, but I just remember that number it was a billion dollars um, lost to fraud. And that's $700 per individual 60 over. That's a lot of money, you yeah. know, for some people, yeah, it's a housing expense, you know, it's a car, it's a car note, you know, losing that to fraud. So be wary. I usually advise a lot of our clients, um, don't answer your phone if you don't recognize the number. If it's something important, they will leave you a message. But these scams have gotten so sophisticated. Um, you know, imagine if your granddaughter or what you think is your granddaughter calls you on the phone and says she needs help and they've AI generated her voice. Um, I mean, this is getting so sophisticated, it's almost impossible to tell. If you are not sure, if you are not sure who is calling you, don't answer the phone, leave a message, look up the phone number. You can search a phone number right online. Make sure you don't fall victim. If you're not 100% who you're dealing with, the best thing to do is pause, research, and then reassess. Absolutely. But please, 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 if you do have questions, our clients call us all the time. I just got this email or I just got this call. We will advise them to let them know, hey, take a step back from this. Really important. And for the kids out there, make sure you're looking out for your parents. For the parents out there, make sure you're looking out for yours. The grandparents are especially susceptible. Make sure that they're okay and they understand. Don't answer that call unless you know who it is. 800 930 05905. I know somebody's going to answer that call and uh, <laughs> and get them on the calendar, right? Yeah, absolutely, guys. So, so we are going to go, go ahead. Away. No, I was just going to say um, I, we got to touch on taxes because that's something that we can overpay. <laughs> 
Well, yes. And especially in the distribution phase, this is the biggie because some people don't understand and, and some advisors don't understand the order of how you want to take distributions from what accounts and when. If you're not sure what that can do is, is create tax inefficiency during retirement. So if you're not maybe filling up those lower tax brackets with that tax qualified money or that pre-tax money during the early years, it can get away from you. I just got a call from a gentleman that a very large sizable IRA that unfortunately he never did conversions and he took the wrong order out and now he's sitting on a ballooning um, IRA and he's in RMD phase in the later stage. So he's unable to control that income or that tax efficiency because he didn't manage it properly during those retirement years. So now he's in a situation where those distributions are forced and it's ordinary income tax rates. So that income goes just like you earned it. It can put some of your income in a higher tax bracket, cause adverse effects, social security taxation, Medicare surcharge, the dreaded Medicare surcharge. Um, these are things where tax efficiency becomes critical, and it can be as simple as making sure you have the right order of accounts for distribution. Oh, man, that sounds Yeah, that just makes perfect sense. And, and we talk about RMDs, and, and really that becomes, uh, you know, obviously, especially if you're not planning for it. And I would guess a lot of people don't plan for it. No, you know, there's a lot of set it and forget it. And you don't realize, you know, unless you're you got your ear to the ground with this stuff, Steve, you don't really realize until you're in the situation. And then it's like, what do I do? Well, there's not a lot to do, un unfortunately, but manage the taxation, you know, and that's it's a scary time, because something that you work so hard for, maybe you didn't realize that you were handcuffed to the US government, and they got to determine their share of your money at a future date. And those RMDs are forced distribution. You know, even though the Secure Act 2.0 lo lowered the penalty for not taking or not taking enough of an RMD, it's still 25%. So, you know, you have a $60,000 RMD later in and you maybe don't take enough, you're paying a big penalty. But the point is, is that those distributions are coming whether you like it or not. Plan in your early years. Roth conversions can help take the steam off those RMDs. There's lots of different planning options that we can do. And I'm pretty sure all our radio listeners, we can find a plan that will fit you well. Right. And, and you said check insurance. And that goes across the board from everything from your home to your car to everything in between. Health insurance included. Health insurance included. And, you know, that's part of the that's part of the setup here for our retirees is Medicare and looking at the advantage versus Medicare supplements. But we highly suggest to our people that we don't go straight Medicare um, because it'll take one long hospital stay or one major event. And the older you get, the better your odds are of having something, some type of health event. Um, you'll realize why you wanted that med sup or you wanted that advantage plan to curb those out of pocket expenses. So it's really important that we get people during that 65 year, that three months before turning 65, the month of turning 65, and three months after, Steve, so we can make sure that they are totally protected from healthcare costs rising in the future or having one of these unfortunate events like those people in that Fidelity study oh, yeah. that shelled out 300 grand during the course of their retirement for not planning properly. Well, one final thing to plan and um, is neglecting estate planning. We, we need to plan for that because that can, I mean, that can jump up and bite us too. Obviously, things happen and, and unexpectedly happen. Uh, and unexpectedly happen. And, and the thing with estate planning is, look, you know, the, the bottom, the bottom of the barrel here is, you know, you should have a will. 
you know, you should have a power of attorney. You should have advanced healthcare directives. Um, these are things that allow your wishes to be known. You know, a trust is gonna a trust is a vehicle that holds these assets, but the will in general is gonna is gonna provide the direction. So your your heirs aren't in a probate situation. Look, we do it state administration at this firm, Steve. It is an ugly process. It is not fun. It's long. I think I was talking a couple of weeks ago. We finished one that we've been working on for a year. No one likes wow. it. The client doesn't like it. The advisors don't like it. It's a mess. And if you can avoid it for your family, those simple documents will really help get you going in the right direction to make sure that you have all your T's crossed and all your I's dotted. Well, all right, folks, if you want to make sure your T's are crossed and I's dotted, now's the time to give Joe a call and uh, come on in. Yep, this is your time, guys. And if you want something you've never had, you got to do some things you've never done. And that starts with a phone call to this fiduciary financial advisor. Next 10 callers into the show are going to get a free portfolio review and a complimentary 15-minute phone call with me. And I'll answer all your questions and hopefully get you going in the right direction. Steve, give our listeners that magic number to call for this valuable analysis. Happy to, Joe. It's 800-930-5905. You'll get the comprehensive financial review that Joe just described. You're going to get all the extras that go along with it, and there's no cost or obligation. You will also then have a roadmap that can help guide you, help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. Questions from listeners is next, my favorite part of the show, and we've got some good ones this week. We'll be right back. back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe, uh, having a great conversation today. Independent fiduciary, 20 plus years, you know what's going on. And uh, we were talking um, earlier, one of the things that I, I really enjoy about uh, you and your, and your team is your Facebook page. Because I go there all <laughs> the time. I see it and I, you know, I like things. And, and, and I mean, it's just, it's inspirational. It makes me smile. And if that's your goal, you have achieved it. I appreciate that. And the, the great Alexis, my assistant, is uh, the one picking those quotes. So hopefully you like those inf inspirational quotes, I Steve, do. because they, they put a smile on my face, too. And you look, that's what it's all about here, guys. We're all in this community together. And the more we can empower and, and strengthen each other and start working together again, it almost feels like that's been lost. And that's one of the things that, look, I love our team. I love what we accomplished together. But we also want to extend that to the community because the more people that we we can help, the stronger that community gets. And Facebook tends to be one of those things where you can check people out without having to go to the, you know, go meet someone in person without really understanding. So a lot of a lot of our potential clients go to that Facebook page and get a good idea what kind of people we are, you know, sure. what we're involved with, you know, what we like, what we don't like. You know, we're not afraid to put that out there. And, you know, we're not everyone everyone's cup of tea. And that's okay. You know, we can still disagree and be friends. You know, remember that? Yeah. But for the most part, Steve, Facebook has become, you know, just an extension and we like to put a lot of, you know, advisement out there, nothing specific, but just some general stuff on taxes, Secure Act, things that are coming down the pike that we're seeing that we think would help the community if they were aware. Of course, 800-930-5905. Uh, and again, just go out and search Murphy Wealth Management on Facebook. You'll find a page. Give it a like. And uh, again, be ready to be inspired. Ah, there we go. <laughs> 
All right. So let's, uh, all right, we'll jump into a couple of these questions here sure. before we run out of time. Artie is up first. Artie says, do loan repayments count toward contribution amounts in 401k calculations? Uh, well, Artie, number one, thank you for the question. Thank you for taking the time to write into us. Um, the answer is no. The loan repayment amount is not considered a contribution. Mm -hmm. So it's not it's not new money. It's not being added to the account. Um, the loan repayment is basically a return of your, your own money plus the interest. Um, now, here's the thing with the 401k loans. We, we see a lot of them because it's easy access to the money, but there are stipulations with those. If you leave work, um, that loan is due. And if you don't pay that loan, you could be responsible for early penalties, taxes. So just make sure that you have a plan of repayment um, and then you don't let that because if you lose your job um, and you have an outstanding loan, a sizable outstanding loan on that 401k, you could find yourself in a taxable situation that you don't want to find yourself in. Exactly. So just be very, yeah, be very careful with the loans. It can be a great uh, emergency fund for workers, but just use it wisely and make sure that you have that game plan to get that money back in there. Give us a call. RD 800-930-5905 is the number. Uh, Gerald is up next. He is wondering, he said, uh, he says, my wife's father passed and she was left quite a bit of stock. All the stock is in a single company that is a standard bearer. Now, we don't need the, to access the funds and plan to leave the principal to grow. Is there a better way to grow the money right now as opposed to leaving it all in stock? Gerald, again, thank you for the question, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, here, here, my mom's going to get another shout out. She's going to love me for this one. Um, company stock can be great. Um, it's it's a it's a coin flip, um, depending on that performance of the stock. So we highly suggest and we believe in what's called diversification here, Gerald, where we want to spread risk over numerous positions. Some of my portfolios right now are running 150 to 200 positions. Um, that's diversification. We're spreading risk. So if one sector or one company takes a hit, it's not going to derail our client's entire portfolio. It's the way to manage risk. Um, if there is any tried, true, tested strategy, diversification has proven over time to be pretty successful in spreading risk. Having all your eggs in one basket, Gerald, um, that's the scary thing. And here's where I'm going to talk about my mom, and I know she's probably listening, so I apologize in advance. Um, my mom, firm believer in you know support for the company, had her entire 401k invested in company stock. Um, wow. On my knees almost begged her. On, on my knees almost begged oh, her when gosh. she retired yeah. to diversify it. Finally, had to twist her arm enough and do it. I'm not kidding you, Steve. It was probably over the course of the next year that stock went from $80 down to 80 cents. Oh, you know, my mom, gosh. Mom would have lost everything. So I don't think she minds me sharing this with our radio listeners um, because it just exemplifies or illuminates the importance of diversification and not having all your eggs in one basket. As much allegiance or loyalty that you may feel that you have to that company, it may not be reciprocated. And the share price has nothing to do with your relationship to that company. Protect yourself, protect your future, diversify and make sure. And like I said, we can help you unwind that position if you have it in after tax if it's in your retirement account, pare down those shares and diversify into other options to make sure if that company does take a hit, 
all your savings aren't going down the tubes. Well, let's hope not. 800-930-5905. Gerald, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Um, all right, we're going to keep going here. Lacey has a question. She says, uh, retiring in about a month at the age of 62. Good for her. Uh, I have a small pension. After 22 years of employment, they moved us all into a portable pension. I was grandfathered into the original plan, so... And in addition to that pension, I was offered a lump sum of which I could roll into an IRA or I could get monthly installments for life. So what's my play here? A lump sum or monthly installments? Great question, Lacey. And this is something that we deal with not as much as we used to. Pensions have, have gone, the guy, gone the way of the dodo a little bit, but we right. still do see them, um, especially around here in Northwest Indiana. Um, but I will tell you this, Lacey, it's, it's, it's basically a math problem and how that pension is going to pay out. Um, you know, what are your cash flow needs? Do you need monthly intervals? You know, do you need regular intervals of income? Or do we have time that we can actually grow that money? A lot of this is going to be personal needs. Um, but if it's a small pension, and the payout might be, you know, $150 a month, probably going to recommend using the lump sum, rolling it into your own investments, where you can control and grow that money and maybe take money as needed. Um, it's all going to depend on your situation. Sometimes the pensions went out. You know, if we're looking at it, the pension might have a cost of living increase in it. It might just have an income amount that is unmatched by any outside vehicle, or we don't want to take the risk in the investments and we want the sure thing. So it's all going to be personal. We'd like to understand what your needs are, what your cash flow needs are, you know, where you are in retirement with your other assets, how this is going to impact it. Since it's a smaller one, you know, go under my head here, I'd probably take, say, take the lump sum, let it roll and see if we can do something with it. Sure. So, I mean, do you see, I know you said the pensions aren't uh, certainly as popular as they once were, but do you hear a lot of stories about people who started with that pension, then they were sort of grandfathered in and now they're in a 401k? Is there a lot of that? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of transitions because you had a lot of companies that were, you know, mid planning where, you know, they came in, made changes. And obviously the employees that were employed went through those changes with them. Um, so, yeah, we do see it. Not not a whole heck of a lot. You know, we just don't see the pensions. It's maybe one out of every probably 10 or 15 mm -hmm. clients sure. actually has a pension anymore. Most are going to be your contributory plans, you know, your 401k, the 403b for um, the nonprofits and the, you know, the hospital workers and stuff like that. We're seeing the contributory plans are going to be the main driving force of people's supplemental retirement income. And that's a lot of self-management, Steve. You know, you, you basically, the accumulation phase can be set it and forget it. But when you pivot to the distribution phase, that 401k is a, an accumulation vehicle. It is not going to help you in distribution. And it can be quite scary because of the limited investment options inside that contribution plan. Um, there's nowhere to go. So if the market goes south, it's not like you can hedge. Um, you're <laughs> either sitting in a stable value fund or you're sitting in the equity exposure. And if you do go into your stable value fund inside your 401k, Steve, then you just brought on more timing risk because when do you get back in? You can't just flatline at 1%. You'll draw down those assets so quick. That's the thing. So that's why we always suggest, you know, accumulate in these contributions plan, distribute in your own vehicle. 800-930-5905, Lacey. Uh, again, that was a great explanation for that. Um, we got time for one more quick one. Let's go to Neil. Um, stay with me on this one, Joe. He says, okay. he says, my question is this. When I start withdrawing from this account and only withdraw the long-term held funds, will I only be taxed on the capital gains rate? Uh, if, I, if the withdrawals are my only source of income, 
then does that mean my only taxes will be whatever the long-term capital gains tax rates are? Uh, Neil, great question. I think I understand what you're asking here. And yes, you will only pay capital gains. And that's going to be based on how much in, in you're going to be taking out in withdrawals is going to depend is going to determine your capital gains rate. So you might be at, you know, if the capital gains are really low, you might not even be paying any capital gains. Um, you could be paying most people are at 15% higher income is going to be all the way up to 20. Um, so yeah, you're going to be paying just your capital gains rates on those distributions, um, their long-term holdings a year or longer. So that's hugely tax advantageous to you, Neil, um, going forward. So, you know, depending on how much you're taking out, um, make sure you understand those capital gains thresholds, the income thresholds. So you're not taking enough to put you in the 15% if you could have taken $100 less and been in the zero or vice versa with the 15 and the 20. So definitely give us a call. We can make sure you're dialed in with those distributions. But great question, Jerry. Or Neil, excuse me. And uh, like I said, hopefully that answered. Um, probably want some clarification. Call us uh, here at the studio. We'll do a brief call. I'll guide you through it. 800-930-5905. In fact, let's invite folks to call one last time, Joe. Absolutely. This is the, the final round here. Ding, ding, ding. So Crazy World Week is uh, is upon us, and we'll see what happens with this Fed. We so appreciate everyone listening, and this is your time to call to get that 15-minute complimentary phone call with me. We could do a portfolio review, answer some basic questions, or just see if there's a potential to work together in a partnership in retirement. Steve, give our listeners that magic number to call for this valuable analysis. You got it. 800-930-5905. It's a, well, it's an opportunity to get a financial roadmap. Just the kinds of things that we've been talking about here today. A practical financial review. That's what you need. And it's a phone call away. 800-930-5905. 10 callers going to get that comprehensive financial review plus all the extras that Joe just talked about. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Just make that call. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. Joe, as always, such a pleasure to be here. It's my favorite hour of the week that goes by so quickly. And again, the information is so important. It is. It is, Steve. And like I said, we do cover a lot of ground on this show, but hopefully everyone can pick up a few nuggets. And if it benefits just one person out there, this show is worth it to me. Everyone have an awesome week and we're going to do this all again next week. Same time. Happy Sunday and enjoy it. Content of this radio show is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any type of securities. Joe Murphy, MWM Advisory Group, and Murphy Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of the information provided in this radio show and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Joe Murphy and his guests as the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on the assumptions and actual results may vary from such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making any investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. 